yes, it's okay to argue in your relationship. In fact, you should once in a while have arguments in your relationship. If you're not having that in your relationship, then one of you or both of you are not opening up about everything. Because when you feel free and you feel open at times, there's going to be conflict. You're not going to agree on everything, but that's okay. If you've created a safe space, then arguments are okay. Just don't make every argument. It's the end of the world, right? That's it, right? If this happens again, one last time, don't threaten the relationship in arguments. You need to learn how to fight. The purpose of an argument, the purpose of the fight is the ultimately for both parties to be able to come back to the table and find a way to proceed. What's up, everybody? My name is Steve Holbrook, and you are watching or listening to Momentum Monday podcast. I am fired up to do today's episode. Today, we are talking about healthy relationship habits. Healthy relationship habits. Yes, you heard that right. Steve, why would you do a podcast on it? Because I know what it's like to be in a toxic relationship, and I know what it's like to be in an amazing relationship. I'm not sure if anybody listening to this can relate. But being in a relationship that does not have healthy habits, I mean, it can get toxic pretty quick. It can get pretty bad pretty quick. And that is not a way to live. But here's the problem. I think most people know what a healthy relationship looks like. Yet, it's very difficult to get to the level where you are in that healthy relationship. It's different to know what it looks like and to know the tools and to know the strategies around the habits that make it that way. So today, you're in for a treat because if you want to learn or if this stuff's important to you, you're going to want to make sure you listen to this episode all the way to the end. Isn't it true that society teaches us our healthy habits too late? When do we really pay attention to this stuff? When our relationship is falling apart, right? We need relationship therapy. We go to counseling. The problem at that point is there's been a lot of things that have been said. There's a lot of things that have been done in the relationship. It's very difficult at the, the, the lowest point of the relationship to change the habits. The other time we do it is before marriage. Take a marriage counseling class. And although my wife and I did that and it was great, the problem with that is even then, the concrete has been set in the relationship usually for months or even years. So to learn about healthy habits right before you get married I mean, it's going to help, but these are things that we need to be aware of early on. I think that you should be well aware of these healthy habits prior to you finding your soulmate, prior to you deciding to be with the person uh, of your dreams or somebody you want to spend the rest of your life with. These are things that I wish I knew early on in my relationships. All right, eight healthy relationship habits. Here they are. But before I give you number one, please take a minute, subscribe to this channel. If you're watching it on YouTube, give, give it a like, share it. If you're listening to this on podcast, please share this with somebody that you care about and give it a review. It goes a long way. All right, here's point number one. Make a point to connect every day. Make a point to connect every day. Man, if you don't make a point of this, there could be two, three, four days in a row that go by where you don't make an effort to connect with your partner. So what do I mean by connect? Well, there's lots of different ways to, to connect. I'm talking emotionally connect, right? Maybe let them know how much you appreciate them. Maybe proximity. Maybe, maybe it's a hug. Maybe it's a kiss. Maybe it's a touch. Maybe it's some gratitude. 
but you need to make a point every day to emotionally connect with your partner. Maybe you need to be vulnerable. Maybe you need to open up, but by emotionally connecting, and you have to make a point of this, early on in your relationship, it might be happening every single day. But later on, as life sets in, I see so many couples that don't make a point to connect emotionally on a daily basis. And I'll tell you what, that is one of those habits that is extremely important. Point number two, learn to communicate effectively. Learn to communicate effectively. Listen, communication is everything. And you might say, well, tell me something I didn't know, but I mean it. Are you working on ways to communicate more effectively? Are you taking less things personally? Do you have a, have you created a space where you guys can openly and freely talk about things without having to walk on eggshells? You may think you have great communication in your relationship. If there's certain things that you can't talk about, right? Or you're, you can't communicate on, those are things that you really got to get, got to get clear on how to figure that out. Because learning how to communicate effectively with your partner is one of the most important things uh, that you'll develop. And it's one of the most powerful habits. Number three, third healthy habit, shared activities, shared activities. Make sure you guys are doing things together. Man, there was a period of time when, when COVID first hit, uh, my wife and I, we weren't doing anything together. I was working and she was kind of taking care of the home and, and, you know, in that space, especially during COVID, everything was a little bit crazy. We weren't doing anything together. We weren't doing activities together, right? We weren't going out together at the time. So we made it a conscious decision to get back on track. So we work out in the basement together, right? We book date nights together, right? Sometimes we'll even do games nights together, even though I hate playing games. That's just the way it is. Um, we do games nights because it's shared activities, right? Shared activity is shared experience. And shared experiences lead to trust, leads to growth. And these are things that you can grow together. I see so many couples in relationships, they're basically living parallel lives, right? Side by side, but they never connect. So one of the ways to connect is shared activities. Go for a hike, do something together that you can experience together. And that will make sure, right, that that healthy habit keeps you guys together. Point four, taking interest in each other. Taking interest in each other. You need to genuinely be interested in your partner, interested in their day, interested in how they're doing, right? When's the last time you actually asked your partner, like, hey, how you doing? How was your day? How are things? I mean, taking interest like a friend would. It's important right? They need us as friends at times, just as much as they need us in all the other areas of our relationship. Take genuine interest. Ask questions, even if it's on something that doesn't really intrigue you. Even if it's an aspect of, of what they do, whether it's their job, right? Their philosophy on things or, you know, how they're doing. Even if, look, even if you don't find it riveting, you need to find a way to be interested. Because don't you want them to be interested in you? Don't you want them to care about the things that you care about? So we need to be doing the same thing back. Take interest in them. That is a very important healthy habit. Point number five, healthy arguments. Healthy arguments. Yes, it's okay to argue in your relationship. In fact, you should once in a while have arguments in your relationship. If you're not having that in your relationship, then one of you or both of you are not opening up about everything. 
Because when you feel free and you feel open at times, there's going to be conflict. You're not going to agree on everything, but that's okay. If you've created a safe space, then arguments are okay. Just don't make every argument. It's the end of the world, right? That's it, right? If this happens again, one last time, don't threaten the relationship in arguments. You need to learn how to fight. The purpose of an argument, the purpose of the fight is the ultimately for both parties to be able to come back to the table and find a way to proceed. Find a way to proceed. But I'll tell you what, if your goal in an argument or a fight is to win that argument or, or fight, good luck with that. Good luck with that. You're going to have a lot of headbutting or you're going to end up with a partner that is a total pushover and you're not going to respect that person long-term anyway. So healthy arguments, right? Fighting with the intent to overcome fighting with the intent to forgive, arguing with the ultimate goal of getting back onto the same page. Just make sure you don't, you don't get too far into the ditches. Just make sure you don't say some things that you can't go back on. Healthy arguments. Yeah, you can get real pissed off sometimes. You should. Show some emotion. And every once in a while, it's going to get a little crazy. But I'll tell you what. If you understand the rules of engagement around arguments... Everything's going to be okay. But this is a very important, healthy habit in your relationship. Point six, you appreciate each other. You appreciate each other. Man, we are in a world today where there's less appreciation for our colleagues, our partners, every, everybody around us. People, we just, I don't know if we actually appreciate people less or we show it less or it's less cool to show it. But man, I know one thing your partner's probably not getting appreciated at work like they deserve. They're probably not getting appreciated as a mother or as a father as they deserve to be. Are they getting appreciated as a partner? Do you let them know that? Man, it feels good to be appreciated. And even though you think they know it, it feels great to hear it. You love to hear it. So say it genuinely and mean it, but remind them. And guess what? Tell them why you appreciate them. Remind them why. Do you ever think that maybe they forget why they're important? That why they're appreciated? Maybe they forget why they're here, what their purpose is. It happens to you. So it happens to them. So if they're, if they're going through that stuff from time to time, hearing that from their partner, their partner in crime, hearing that from them means everything. Remind them. You appreciate them. That's important. Number seven, the seventh healthy habit in a relationship. Have a long-term vision. Have a long-term vision. What a healthy habit to have a long-term vision, to speak long-term, to think long-term. You don't have to talk about getting married your second date, but once you find somebody that you love or you want to be around, you should start thinking long-term because your future, we only have a short time here on earth. You should start thinking about those things when the timing is right. But guess what? By thinking long-term, that's healthy because that means you're telling yourself there's nothing we can't overcome. If you're thinking five years out or 10 years out, then you're obviously anticipating there will be challenges, but you're just also anticipating that you're going to be getting over them. And that's how you avoid these fights where it's like ultimatum, ultimatum. This is it. This is it, right? This unhealthy going back and forth by having a long-term vision. Yes, th things could still deteriorate in the relationship. But by having a long-term vision, 
That's powerful because you're going to start to head to what, towards what you see. And if you see things long-term, you're projecting it long-term, you're acting long-term, right? You're going to start to make, take, take action towards things that lead to long-term success. And everything's going to help. It's all going to snowball. It's all going to domino. But if you're thinking super short-term in your relationship, week to week, month to month, man, so many things could knock you off that horse. So take all that out. Take all that away. Take all that out of there and think long-term. Number eight and final point, give each other space. Give each other space. There's a difference between me time and we time. Me time and we time. And hey, you got to have lots of we time, but you also need me time. Spending too much time together can actually create resentment. You need boundaries. And you having a little bit of personal space, right? You having some time to yourself to reflect and think about things that are important to you. That's super important. And you may be wondering, Steve, why would you end this podcast with you basically wanting to spend time away? Listen, you have to get away to recharge. You have to get away to appreciate what you have. You have to get away to be thinking clearly. You can't spend 24-7 with one person. You all know that. But it's important because you have to nourish yourself. You have to recharge, right? You have to, you have to appreciate what you have. You need boundaries. So there's we time and there's me time. And every once in a while, I get out of town for three or four hours on a Thursday by myself, whether it's to the mountains or to the country. And I just do me. I think about our goals or my goals. I think about my business plan. I think about my health. Sometimes I think about nothing. But it's where I recharge. And you should too. So I hope you guys got some points out of that. Listen, if you're in a relationship or you've been in one and you have some tips and tricks and habits that have worked for you, please leave them in the comment section below. I would love to hear what you have to say. And again, if you haven't subscribed or liked or shared, make sure you do. And if you're listening to this on podcasts on iTunes or Spotify, make sure you subscribe to the channel. I appreciate everybody for being here today. Have an awesome day.